Hey friends, and welcome back to Curiously Wise, Practical Spirituality in Action. I'm your host, Lauren Wittig, and today I'm bringing you another channeled message from the Circle of Light. And this one is all about the heart chakra, what to do if yours is closed, why it might be closed, how you can practice opening it. There's some real practical suggestions towards the end of this section of a channeling. It's not the full channeling, but it's almost the full channeling. This was the part specifically about the heart chakra. And my good buddy and chief instigator and questioner, Pamela Dell Palmer, was part of this. You'll hear her at the very beginning, she asked a question and it was answered for her personally. And then she goes on to ask for it to be a more general answer for other people who may not be in the same part of their journey as she is. I'm leaving that part in of her of her personal question because I think it's it's really interesting to compare that to the more general question. And you may be somewhere along the path between or in the same places as they're talking about for both. So if that makes sense. Anyway, I hope you'll enjoy this. I listened to it myself this morning and I don't hear them very much when I'm channeling them. So it was really interesting for me to listen to it myself. And I found it very, very interesting, very helpful. And I hope you do too. So without further ado, here's the circle of light. We are so grateful to be here with you again for another another go at your fabulous questions. Hi, Circle. I'm so happy to be here, too. I really enjoyed that. Let us just dive in. What's your first question? My first question actually evolved today. I was reading something this morning that turned on some light bulbs for me, I believe, and I want to talk to you about it. I was reading a book, and the author says that we should always keep our energy centers open, essentially our chakras. We should never close them down. That He gave a lot of reasons for this. But what pinged for me was I have in the past few days been thinking very much about social situations and how even after all of the healing that I've done, I'm still not comfortable walking into a social gathering where I don't really know that many people. And it dawned on me that I think what's happening is I protectively close my heart chakra, that it is just a defense mechanism that is old, 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 probably, I don't know, past life or this life, but that it essentially makes me in the vernacular of Bluetooth undiscoverable. And somebody who walks into a social situation with their heart wide open is drawn. Others are drawn to them. They're drawn to others. Can you discuss this for me? Well, you, you have nailed it. There are those who are wide open with their heart chakras and those who are protective of it. And there are reasons why those of, of you who are protective of it, and Lauren has been that, but seldom closes her heart anymore. But it is, a, it is a protective purpose to close your heart, and there are reasons for doing it. However, you are powerful, and you are confident, and you are well-protected simply by your being in the world. 
and the situation in which you find yourself. We have mentioned this before, being a a well-off white woman in this day and age in this country is a, a fairly safe place to be. So yes, we do see you as closing your heart when you are going into situations that make you uncomfortable. It is not the closing of the heart that makes you uncomfortable. It's the uncomfortableness that closes your heart. And so there are perhaps some things you can do before going into one of those situations. And something as simple as taking a few breaths and reminding yourself that you may be petite, but you are mighty, that you are a beacon of light, and that you are here to shine that light. And then to talk to your heart chakra and ask it to stay open, even if your reflex is to close it. A little practice in this way, and you will be able to notice immediately if you have closed your heart chakra, but also you will find more and more as you intention it being open, that it will stay open. You do not need to fear being attacked through the heart chakra because your light, it's essentially your light is blinding to that which might try to attack you and therefore it cannot find you. Think of it as looking into the sun and how you get blinded. This is, this is what your light is to those who that energy that might not be so kind and friendly towards you. It will not be able to find you. Can you speak to this in general? If we were to put this out for mass consumption, not everybody has gone through the healing process that I have. Of course. And this is a case where having the heart chakra closed may indeed be protective and in a meaningful way. There are those who do seek to move through the world unseen, and yet they have to be in the world. And so in this, in that situation, having the heart chakra closed or perhaps just not closed off completely even, but closed down to a small, a small light that's let out. This is protective, and therefore, it is up to the individual to decide whether the time is right for them to practice opening it up in those uncomfortable situations. And this is where it might be useful to to have a, a trusted person to practice this with. We know Lauren has suggested in some of her teachings through her podcast and other places that in order to practice being vulnerable, you need to have a trusted partner. And she names you often when she's talking about that. And so this is is a case where that trusted partner, that trusted friend, that trusted family member, that trusted mentor, that trusted therapist would be a place to practice intentioning that your heart open. And this may take a while for those who are truly scared, truly afraid of being attacked through the heart, through the heart chakra. This may take a while even to just get a glimmer of light out of that heart chakra into the world when they are uncomfortable. But that's okay. That's all right. It's just a matter of practice and intention. And it will be one of those practices that you get better at, and then something triggers you and you close it down again. But each time it will get easier to reopen. And each time you will notice the trigger. And each time 
you may choose not to react to the trigger, especially as you get more confident that all will be well with your heart chakra open. We also don't want anyone to feel shame or unworthy or somehow less than or wrong if they can't open their heart chakra. This is not something that is a a grading system. This is each individual person on their individual path. And it may be that someone has chosen to come in to this life at this time, particularly in a position unlike yours, Pamela, where they are perhaps at a more a weakened state in, in terms of society. So poor, of color, female, transgender, LGBTQ, etc. Any of those people may have chosen to come in that way because they have a purpose in life that is uh, creating friction in the, in the culture by being those people who are standing up for themselves now. But they may choose because they are putting themselves in harm's way in, at times, at least emotionally, to keep that heart center closed. And that may be what is in their best interest at this time, in this lifetime. It may even be for this entire lifetime. So we do not want anyone to think, I can't do that, or there's no way I'm going to do that and be wrong or be imperfect. You are just simply humans having a human experience, and human experience can be very hard on a heart chakra. So I understand how someone can be physically attacked. How is someone attacked through the heart chakra? Can you give an example? Well, this is a case where certainly there are times where attachments are made from other people to to a person. And in this way, the heart may be the place, the target of that attachment, if you will. This is something that Lauren has worked with quite a bit in terms of healing, where attachments cords are built between the person that she's working with and another person. And it is a shall we say, an unhelpful cord. It is often a, a drainage of energy to the other person. So you get sort of a, we don't really like the word vampire, but it's, it's, it's a, a good image for someone who's sucking your life source away or your heart light away. And often this is someone who is very close to you and thus you have not always had your guard up around them. And so attachments can be made stealthily. In this case, most often it is done from the backside of the heart chakra, which would be also considered the inflow of energy. And they attach from there because it is subconscious and you're less likely to notice it once it's there. It's often hard to tell if you have one of these attachments, but if you have a close personal relationship with someone, family member, spouse, close friend, neighbor, even someone you are are in contact with regularly and you find that you are physically drained after that or emotionally drained or that you begin to dread being in the presence of that person, that there is likely an attachment to the heart chakra that is draining that energy. So this would be one kind of situation where you would have someone seeking and it's not a conscious thing most of the time even for the other person 
but they would be seeking a way into your heart light, your heart energy, in order to have it for themselves. Narcissists do this a lot. So this is an area where those who have been in narcissistic relationship will probably need help completely releasing those kinds of attachments. And it will most likely be on the back of the heart, though sometimes it will be attached to other chakras. There are also those who are envious, and it's not that they want to tap into your heart light so much as they want to shut it down. So these are those people who, who frighten you, who intimidate you, who bully you. They don't want you to shine. And so in this way, while it is not as direct draining of the heart chakra and the heart light, it is a almost a forced shutdown of your heart chakra, and it becomes very protective for you. So it's, it's that energy coming towards you that does not want you to shine and the instinct to, to follow suit, to not shine, because the shining is causing you problems with this, this person, this entity. So that would be another case where you may find that your heart is shut down because maybe you live with a bully or maybe you have an office mate who's a bully and it's the only way you can function at work. Or you have a child who is a bully. This is also not uncommon. And because if you are a parent, you are attached to that child automatically, energetically, when they're born or when they're even conceived. So it can be particularly trying in, in those sorts of close relationships. There are those also who are not in any sort of relationship with the person who may be attacked or whose light may be drained or desired by another. And those people are essentially energy suckers, energy vampires, and they don't really care who's shining. They want all of it. So it's, it's, they have a sense of not having enough of their own light to shine as brightly as others. And so they wish to take it from others, to co-opt it, to make it their own. All of these are people who are in the world. And some of them, most of them are much closer to you in relationship than the last sort that we've just, de just defined and described. But you can run into these people anywhere. If your instinct to shut down your heart takes over, thank it. Because especially once you're used to walking around with your heart open most of the time, if not all of the time, you're going to feel that shutdown. And that's going to be a, a clear indication that your instinct, your higher self, knew that you needed to protect that heart light in that moment. And you might just stop and ask yourself, why? What's going on? Who's around me? Is there something particularly making me very uncomfortable? And just notice your surroundings, because this will help you to be better prepared, particularly if it's someone that is in your, your inner circle or in your office, even. And so in this way, too, you do not wish anyone to feel any shame or feel any unworthiness of, of working with the, the chakra systems of their body if, if they are not able to keep it open all the time or perhaps not in particular places. That is simply your body, your higher self, 
and your body working together to protect that energy that is at your heart. So how, how do we, how do we protect ourselves as to say, if you're, if your higher self is shutting you down, but how do we feel safe being open? This is where you have to practice and you have to cultivate the inner certainty that if you are in danger, it, it will shut down. So the, the practice is in, in opening it up and walking around with your heart chakra open. And then the other part of the practice is noticing when it is no longer open and discerning if it was habit. Perhaps there's a particular place where for some reason you've always felt uncomfortable and the habit of closing it in that place is just there, in which case you need to be mindful of that habit and perhaps practice in that place, consciously opening your heart chakra again. That is, that is the best thing to do when you notice that it's closed is to, to ask why, discern what triggered that. And then to simply practice with affirmations. We know that you are very, very successful with affirmations. And, and also with just positive self-talk. Also with being gentle with yourself. This again, there's no reason for shame or feeling unworthy that you can't do it. It's not can't. It's just not now. So that practice with that positive self-talk, I've got this, I can do this, I don't need to be triggered here anymore. Perhaps there's something that is ready to be cleared and you're being, your, your heart chakra closing has brought your attention to something left that needs to be cleared out of your energetic system. And this, you have plenty of, of tools and helpers for clearing that kind of thing. So it's just a, a matter of noticing it and consciously intentioning, opening it, and reminding yourself that it's it's safe to have your heart chakra open. Okay. So I've also heard that it is through our energy centers, our chakras, that we can gain energy. That this, we can, if we're feeling tired, we can eat. That's physical energy. But also opening the chakras can allow the energy of the universe to flow through us and lift us and energize us in that way. Is that correct? Yes. Yes, it is. It, it is something that most people do without thinking about it. If you have opened up your chakra system, then you will be receiving energy from not only from the universe, but from Mother Earth as well. And so these are, these are not problems most people think about. But we know you think about a lot of these, and that is why you make such a good questioner. So, yes, if you open it, particularly if you want to receive energy, think about opening the back side of the chakras. Lauren often forgets that there's a back side and works only with the front side, which is the outflow. What you want is the inflow. And you may even want to practice temporarily closing the outflow of, an in, of a, a chakra while you receive the inflow until you feel re-energized. And then you can open it back up and let it 
become balanced again, let it flow. But the intentioning from the back of the chakra is going to energize you most efficiently. So for someone who is not comfortable opening their heart chakra or simply is, as you said, some people throughout their lives will never feel safe enough to do that. Can they still receive this energy through the back of the chakra? That will depend upon their subconscious because the back of the chakra is the subconscious part of that energetic system. And the inflow will often be closed if the outflow is closed because the natural state is to have both open so you receive and emit to, cre to create a balance in that energy instead of being over-energized or under-energized. An over would be too much from the back and not enough going out the front. Under-energized would be nothing coming in from the back or very little and too much going out of the front of the chakras. Some of your chakras do not have a front and back. We, would, we should mention that. The crown and the root are, are omnidirectional, are not omni, unidirectional. They are only, they receive and emit from the same direction. So from the crown, it comes in and leaves also from the same, kind of like a cone is the way it's often pictured. And the same for the root, but the cone would be facing downward. So there are those variations in this, in this questioning. When, when Lauren teaches people how to ground with the, the tree analogy, the tree symbol, she is actually, and I don't, she has not thought of it this way before. She is actually asking people to open up their root chakra. And this is, as we said, is both a, 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 an emitting and a receiving in, in that term in the root chakra. And this is also why she sees the energy as coming up the left side and going down the right side, because that would be the cycle, the circuit that that energy is moving in. And so by asking people to imagine that the energy that they're sending their roots down, so their energy is going down to connect with the energy of the earth, and then they are inviting that energy of the earth to come up through those roots, that is inviting that energy in through the chakra. And so this would be a case where you could energize it even though you are not fully conscious of what you're doing. This is also why the, the root chakra is the first to come online in human form. It comes on for children very early in the first couple of years because this does connect them to Mother Earth and it constantly energizes them as each of the other chakras come on one by one. And so this is a, a very, very busy chakra from, from the time the, the baby can begin to explore their world. And, and it gets more and more busy as each chakra begins to come online because it will, it will essentially create more energy within the body to help that next chakra open. And so it is, it's a busy one. So that's a way that you could receive energy without having your other chakras, the ones within the torso, open or closed. Same goes for the crown because you are receiving and emitting from the same in the same direction in this cone-shaped energetic vortex, essentially. You can receive universal energy, and that's part of that same 
visualization that Lauren uses of the tree and the energy going all the way up and out the crown, connecting with the universe, and then bringing that energy back down into the body. And it's coming in through the same source. So it's not quite as clear in terms of consciousness and unconsciousness, inflow and outflow. It's happening simultaneously in the, in the, the crown chakra as well as the root chakra. And so in this way, you can also energize yourself, even if everything else is closed down. This one, people are less likely to automatically have open or automatically be receptive to. Whereas the root chakra comes on so early that it's just a habit of the body and a habit of the psyche and of the ego to have this energy coming in from that source without conscious interference. So if someone has gone through full healing, in my understanding, the fourth dimension is basically the dimension of healing and, and transformation. And some, if someone has gone through this entire process, but they still are, for example, as you said, in a life situation where they are not safe. So they don't have any of the, theoretically, they don't have any of the old programs running. All of that is healed, but they, is the heart chakra the only chakra that would typically be closed or would most of the central chakras be closed? It can vary a lot. The heart chakra being the most central chakra and the most attached to the outside world, we would say. It is the one that most often gets the heavy-duty protection. It is unusual for every chakra in the torso to be shut down simultaneously. This would truly drain a person. And this is where those who have deep depression are probably experiencing their chakras as all closed. This is, this is where that lack of energy that sadness, that lack of connection happens. And so that is where working with the chakras, even a little bit at a time, maybe even just one at a time working from the, the sacral or checking that the root is still open. It can be closed. It's not typically closed, but trauma could do that. And helping that person to slowly and gradually go through each chakra. And perhaps this would even be with somebody in depths of deep depression. This might have to be one healing or several healings of each chakra building up to towards the heart and then building down towards the heart through the third eye and the throat before you could actually get to where the heart might be able to be opened. So it's not a, an all or nothing thing. It's even common for people to open chakras sometimes and close them down sometimes, maybe many times a day even. And this might be an example of where there is something uncomfortable in some places and not in other places. So they shut it down sometimes and then they're comfortable again. So they open up and so that sort of pattern. But it, it is unusual for all of them to be shut down. It would be, we believe you would be unable to maintain your human life if you shut down all of them all of the time. 
There simply would be a wasting away of the physical body. It needs that energy, that's electrical energy, and that's what drives the body systems and keeps them alive and keeps them functioning. And essentially, if you shut down all of those chakras, inflow and outflow, at the same time, for an extended period of time, the body is going to starve. Do you have anything more you'd like to add about that topic? About the ascension topic? No, about the what we were talking about before, as far as the, the heart chakras and chakras and what have you. No, we would just like to encourage you as, a, as one of the leaders to practice opening it and practice noticing when it is closed. It is through this experience that you will be able to teach others and give them guidance and tips and support in how to learn to do the same with their heart chakras. Hi, it's Lauren again. I hope you enjoyed that channel from the Circle of Light. I hope that you found some interesting information in it. Maybe you you found something that clicked things in place for you or that you just needed to have reinforced. I know that I often forget what I know. And so I have to have it reinforced by learning it again or, or just being reminded of it. So I, I hope that you are enjoying these channels they will be an occasional offering here on Curiously Wise. And I would love to hear from any of you who have questions about this. If you go to my website, it's heartlightjoy.com. You can send me an email from there, or you can find me on Facebook or Instagram or LinkedIn and leave me a DM there. And I'd love to hear what you think of these and if you find them useful. And if you have questions of your own that you would like to offer, to the circle to be answered. We're learning how to do this, Pamela and I, and the circle of light. We're learning how to work together best for the, the highest good of the listeners. And your input would definitely help with that. In the meantime, I'm going to get back to work on the next episode of Curiously Wise. I hope you'll join me again next week. Stay curious. <laughs>